1: Hi, this is Eric Roberts, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Peace out.
0: Ed Robertson with a reminder that we will replay our conversation with Emmy-nominated writer, producer, actor, and playwright Billy Banzette beginning at the top of the hour. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, on the line with us right now is Emmy Award-winning writer, producer, director, and playwright Joseph Doherty. Joe's latest book, A Screenwriter's Companion, Instruction, Opinion, Encouragement, available Fayetteville Mafia Press and Amazon.com Limited Autograph Editions of a Screenwriters Companion available directly through Fayetteville Mafia Press. A screenwriters companion is available both print edition and as an ebook, Amazon.com, Fayetteville Mafia Press. A couple more questions if I can and then I'll let you go. I promise. Yeah.
1: Talking about writing is so much easier than writing <laughs>
0: We talked earlier, you ask a lot of questions throughout your book and because it's important that all writers ask questions, particularly if they're writing fiction, their motive. Why is this person in the room? What led the person in the room, et cetera? One of the questions you ask in A Screenwriter's Companion is what was the first book you read or remember reading? I'm going to ask you that question, and then I'm going to answer myself.
1: Uh, Hundred percent sure. I think it might have been uh, a Bradbury short story question called ours for Rocket." Um, or uh, it's it's really hard to remember the, the absolute. Maybe there's no an answer to this question. As I know the first couple. It's, I, think, I, I think I'd be safe if I said very was the first I
0: read. Well, I, I feel good because I can't remember. I, I remember the first TV show I saw. I can't remember. I,
1: remember, I, can, I can tell you, I can, I can remember standing in, in a library as a child pulling a Bradbury book down from the shelf. That's as close as I can get.
0: Yeah. I can't remember the first book I read. I remember the first book that really made an impact on me to the point where it ticked me off. Oh. Oh. And that was In Cold Blood. and It ticked me off, eh? It ticked me off. And I I was reading this on my own. I mean, this is like five years after I finished college. Um, And I think I had just seen the movie either on Cinemax or HBO. I saw it, or maybe it was on local TV. I saw it for the first time, and I decided, okay, uh, let's read the book. And I remember how ticked off I was about halfway through the novel when after getting us to connect with the, with the Cutter family, you know, the family, the ill-fated family, um, Capote subtly shifts gears and gets us into the heads of the murderers. And at one point I found myself almost feeling sorry for the murderers, and I put the book down and I said, how dare you? How dare you manipulate me into into feeling sorry for these two guys? And then I realized, man, he knew exactly what he was doing, and that's exactly the response he was trying to get.
1: Yeah, he was trying to make it hard. Yeah. When people don't want it to be hard, they want it to be easy.
0: Yeah. And I, I will never be Truman Capote, Joe, but I do try to evoke some sort of connection to mm. my readers.
1: How do you feel about how do you feel about the movie making a decision to so sidebar the cutters in the first half?
0: I guess they're just trying to because there's so much going on. If you read the novel, there's so much going on. And I think the filmmakers are trying to capture the essence of the novel as much as they can within the confines. A film, which which is a totally different medium.
1: Okay. Okay. But I mean, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I like the idea of that I'm going to tell you this, and you're going to feel this. And now I'm going to tell you this, and all of a sudden, it's not as uncomplicated. And and I guess what maybe that's what's wrong with everybody right now is nobody wants to complicate it. Yeah. Nobody's nobody wants the nuance. Uh, we don't do nuance here. We don't. <laughs> we don't do nuance. It's interesting. I mean, like it is. It's just. Uh, have you ever? It's inter- I'm trying to think now of an experience like that I've had with you, a movie, and it's, I'll, I'll think of something. You know, in a half an hour. <laughs> did you don't you know the definition of writing? Writing is like think time. Yeah, yeah. You, you get to actually say the thing you thought of half an hour later.
0: Uh, yes, the French call that the thought that occurs to you on the staircase.
1: Oh, that's, I kind of heard that phrase. Yeah,
0: I mean, it 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 sounds so, a lot.
1: Usually on me, it's like it's like on the staircase, out the door, <laughs> <in> the <kitchen. laughs> to the restaurant, <laughs> order a drink. And <laughs> Let treat me the
0: true. Well let me let me ask you this because we're talking about adaptation and which is something you've done. You wrote a remake of the Fifty foot Woman, which is not quite the same as adaptation, but you put a different spin on it. But, but you have mm-hmm. taken but there are other things you've written for the screen which are based on a novel or some other form. And there are certain choices you have to make as, as the writer. Um, because the forms are different. And so you have to somehow pick what you think are the best things, the things that you have to include in the screenplay that tells the story that needs to be told, but also allow you giving yourself permission to tell it in the way that you want to tell it as the screenwriter or the filmmaker.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I don't know how much, much it's like, well, it's, it's like what happens if the thing you want to say, cannot, if, the, if the scene you want to do is unfilmable. Yeah. If you if you cannot do it, how do you? you are you going to find an, an analogy for it? Are you going to find another thing to to do? It's tough. I, I, re, I remember somewhere Joseph Heller saying, is, "You should not judge movies based on novels mm-hmm. too too hard. That the very best." Gives you reference points when you read the novel. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you want to evoke something, mm-hmm. but but it's sometimes to evoke it you have to
0: kind of go you know outside the box like that. And if the companion piece drives you as the viewer back to the original and make you read the novel, which is the case with me and in Cold Blood, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, there are things that it's like. It may not be possible. No one's made a good movie, uh, The Great Gatsby. But when you read The Great Gatsby, it seems very cinematic. Yeah. Particularly the second half. Yeah. And you can read The Great Gatsby in the evening if you really want to. <laughs> it's about, it's, a bad, it's a, my mark when people say, you know, well, how long is your book? I said, um, The Great is 50,000 words. I'm fine with that.
0: A Screenwriter's hmm. Companion? By Joseph Doherty, a screenwriter's companion, instruction, opinion, encouragement, available right now through Fayetteville Mafia Press and Amazon.com. A limited number of autograph editions of a screenwriter's companion, also available directly through Fayetteville Mafia Press. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item, if you love Ella Fitzgerald, our friend Jeffrey Mark celebrates the music of the First Lady of Song every week on Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella. You can hear Jeffrey Mark Plays Ella on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you find podcasts. You mentioned uh, at the beginning of the conversation you are working on a novel of your own. Um, What can you tell us about it without fear of death? Almost nothing. <laughs> uh, yes, sir,
1: uh, I, I just, you know, this is part of my, 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 my so far great experience with uh, uh, Bad Mafia Bill Press. When they found out that I, I was working on an novel, I said yes. And so we're, I, I, we are hoping, I am hoping that it will appear um, in the spring. Of, uh, of next year, of 2023. This is the first time I'm saying this out loud. It will all come back to haunt me. And people have asked me what it's about, and basically I will say, I, have, I did not know this until it was finished. But I have finally written something I would have wanted to read when I was in high school. I can say no more.
0: Well, that goes back to the conversation where we had earlier about Robert B. Parker and Outlines. Um, mm-hmm. Parker used to say, The only thing I know when I start the new Spencer novel, the only thing I know is that Spencer is not going to die. You know, no. every, everything else kind of comes to me in the course of doing. And hopefully, it will take you as the reader in, in a direction that you may not have thought of before, you know, and it goes back, going back to evoking responses. Well, I hope, Joe, that when your novel comes out, which your, your novel will be published by Fayetteville Mafia Press if all goes well, correct? Uh, yes,
1: unless I do something, unless I, like, get drunk at a party and say something terrible about them, which I don't plan to do. Which,
0: which, which you will not do because you, you exercise restraint. But uh, oh, well, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope when your novel is released, uh, and ready, and you're ready to discuss it with the public, I hope you'll come back and visit us on TV Confidential.
1: I would very much love to do that. If, I'm very, again, I, this is actually quite literally the first time I've said anything about this in the, in the public arena. So I'm going to spend the rest of the evening regretting the... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm set for the rest of the evening. I know what I'm doing.
0: A screenwriter's companion by Joseph Doherty offers... Advice and insight, both practical and non-practical, to writers and would-be writers about the writing process, how to survive in the writing business, and reflections on the various influences that led Joseph Doherty to a successful career. A Screenwriter's Companion, available right now through Fayetteville Mafia Press, Amazon.com, and upon request, your local bookseller, A limited number of autograph editions of A Screenwriter's Companion available directly through Fayetteville Mafia Press. If you're listening to us in the New York City area, Joe Doherty's play Chester Bailey will be performed at the Irish Repertory Theater in New York City Wednesday, October 5th through Sunday, November 6th. For tickets and more information, call 212-727-2737 or go to irishrep.com. We will bring you encore presentations of our conversation with actor, comedian Tom Dreesen and Emmy Award-nominated writer, producer, and playwright Billy Van Zant when we come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Please stay with us. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at Confidential.net.